Hello and welcome back to Chatty Champagne, the podcast where I give my unhinged opinions to stories that I find on the internet. Thank you for tuning into this episode as always. I am your host Tay and today I am here alone to discuss my opinions on really bad first date stories. I'm sure that we all have a few very bad date stories up our sleeves, at least one. And today, the drink of the week is a White Claw, and I'm going to crack my next one open here for the um, the ASMR effect right here. Cheers, bitches, and cheers to the Lions going to the fucking championship game. Let's fucking go, bitches. And I do have quite a few stories to get into today. And yes, I am drinking a White Claw out of a wine glass because I'm a classy bitch. So I want you to just sit back, relax, grab your favorite drink and and or snack, and enjoy the shit show. So I do have a few to get into. Like I said, the first one comes off of a subreddit called Ask Reddit. I'm sure we've all seen that one. And it is posted by username Whitney Westmoreland. She asks, what's something that happened on a first date that made you decide against the second date? This ought to be interesting, right? The first one comes from pastel-demon. He used his pocket knife to cut me a slice of cake and later scraped some dirt clumps off his shoe with the same knife. I asked him if he ever cleaned the knife and he replied, no, why? He also confessed that he was madly in love with me the same day. We had just met. Girl, there is so much to unpack in this story. The first one being, personally, I have a germophobia when it comes to eating utensils. I need my I need my knives, forks, spoons, plates, cups to be clean. And the fact that he cut the cake with a pocket knife, oh, I I think that he is asking for you to get sepsis. I think that he does not give a fuck about anything, and that is disgusting. And I hope that you didn't eat that cake, because we don't know what, what, what was on that knife. He never cleans it, and he scrapes dirt off his shoe with it. Disgusting. And he also confessed he was madly in love with you after the first time meeting, which maybe, girl, you do have that power, but do not ever believe someone like that. Oh! So I am so glad that you did not opt to go on a second date with this man. He is dirty. He is greasy. He is gross. Let's let's not do that. The next one comes from username Ragnarok62. Met a girl at a friend's party. We were both in our mid-20s, ended up spending three hours talking, and she was so funny, charming, gorgeous, and carefree. How many of us can relate? I asked her out and got a wonderful, I would love to, from her. I show up about four days later at a restaurant she picked, one within walking distance of her place. She arrived about five minutes later, which is usually not a red flag. Girls need their time to get ready. So our five minutes is like the five minutes they give you in football. It's really like 20. So just be patient with us, okay? Nice place, I say, as I get a chair for her. Since it's so close, do you come here often? She scowls in response. You know, you ask too many fucking questions. Yikes. 
I was floored. Everything continued downhill from there. Within about 20 minutes, she got up and left. I felt as if she just failed to tell me that the other night she had an evil twin and that's who showed up this evening. Later, when I ran into my buddy, I asked what the heck was up. Oh yeah, he said. She's a piece of work until she gets a few drinks in her. Then she's adorable. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot, buddy. Again, very much to unpack here. You, OP, you were just being super friendly, nice, and trying to make conversation, and this bitch was a bitch to you. And the fact that she needs a few drinks to be nice is a red flag, so you did not lose anything by her leaving. You actually won in this scenario. And I, I don't understand why people have to be so fucking rude. Like, why even, why even agree to a date if you're going to be an asshole at the date? The next one comes from awkward underscore ad 8740. This one is a little bit more intense and it's a little bit more illegal. Let me get into this one. I picked her up. She asked me if we could stop by her mom's house so she could run and grab something. I said, sure. Made the stop. She went inside. Five minutes later, she comes out hustling towards the car with a car seat and her mom chasing after her yelling. She opens the car door and throws the car seat, which I now see has a baby in it, what? And starts yelling at me to drive. I freaked out, just turned my car off and took the keys out of the ignition. Her mom called the cops and they came and questioned all of us for a good while. Turns out she had lost custody due to drug use and was trying to use me as a way to get her kid back. We never made it to dinner and I just went home after the cops left. Oh, I'm so sorry for you. And this is the shit that we get for going on the dating apps. And I'm fucking terrified of them. I'm terrified for these reasons. Like, oh, that's so bad. Like, using someone to try to get your kid back? Why did she not have custody in the first place? That's what I want to know. That is, this is not your loss, bro. Not your loss. You dodged a bullet. The next one is comes from Robert underscore Thickens. A very, very unique username. Went to dinner with a girl who I'd been crushing on for quite some time. It seemed to be going well, and we ended up going back to her place, watching a movie or something. Out of nowhere, her boyfriend, of whom I was not aware, came back from out of town and stopped in unexpectedly. He and I had a super awkward conversation for a few minutes. Then the two of them disappeared into another room for a minute or two. She came back and said something to the effect of, I don't have a place for you, I'm sorry. I just kind of got in my car and drove home. With one of the strangest feelings I'd ever felt, at some point a few minutes into the journey, I couldn't contain myself and busted out laughing. So, Robert Thickens, I do feel bad for you. It just shows you how many people are cheaters and not honest people. And I kind of wonder, like, what the girl experienced when you left. Like, what was their conversation when you finally left the house? But you dodged a bullet. I love all these stories so far because you are all dodging a bullet. It sucks that you wasted a few hours of your life. But you're dodging bullets. The next one is very inappropriate. So if you are 
you shouldn't be on here if you're under 18, but if for some reason you are, please log out. I'm giving a warning to log out now. Okay, so this one is from underscore fancy pansy. And he, she says, he took it out. And I don't mean this in a funny, unexpected Seinfeld kind of way, although I suppose that it is. I mean, he leaned across the table from me and whispered, I'm out. I said, excuse me. For some reason, my first thought was out of the closet. And honey, I can totally relate to that because I have, I've dated some questionable men. No, um, <laughs> no prejudice to them. I love them, but I, I get it. Let me just tell you that I get it. And that's the first thought I would have in my mind at a restaurant is that, that I'm out means that you might be gay. He said, out under the table, look under the table. And like an idiot, I looked. And girl, I would have looked too because what the fuck? What would I expect at a restaurant under a table? You know what I mean? Then he said, that's what you do to me. I said, this is what you do to me. And I laughed. Queen energy right in this restaurant right now. I'm a people pleaser, so to this day, I'm proud of myself for walking away in the middle of dinner. Girl, I can relate. I'm a total people pleaser as well, but I'm so fucking proud of you that you got up and left. Dude, that is queen energy, and you dodged a bullet again. Men can be really disgusting. We do not want to see that at dinner. We are on our first date. We want to get to know you. We want to chat. We want to talk. We want to eat, drink. We want to get to know you if we're on a first date with you. So that, that man was disgusting, and I'm glad you left the restaurant. You're not missing out on anything, honey. The next one is for from R.S. Banham. Oh, God. I befriended this fucking hot burlesque dancer. Things turn to flirting. One night, she invites me to hers. I get to meet her ferret. Cool, cool. The thing bites. Okay, no worries. This girl initiates the making out, but all the time this fucking ferret is running around and keeps nipping at me. Mostly it's catching my clothes, which was fucking annoying because I could really, because I used to really like dressing up and finding clothes for my super skinny frame was really difficult. It nips me a couple times enough to draw blood. I ask if we can put the ferret away, not a euphemism, and I'm told no. Continue with the making out, but I just can't get into it with the distraction. Plus, if things were going to run their course as predicted, I'd be naked with this fucking thing nipping at me, and it was not worth the risk. It was not the risk I was willing to take. I'm sorry, I don't mean to laugh at you, but this is fucking hilarious. Oh, <laughs> my god, she was so fucking hot. She acted like I was the weird one, and it was one of those eye-opening times where I was reminded just how desperate some men are to get laid and what they will put up with to achieve it. And I do, I can see from a man's perspective, like, yeah, you'll do anything to get with the hot girl. But at the same time, like, your animal is biting at your date. And I will be the first to say, I have two small dogs, a cavapoo and a peekapoo. They are little angels. 
but when they meet someone for the first time, they are fucking wild. They don't bite, but they jump, they bark. I would not put my first date in a situation where they're jumping and and barking at them, let alone biting and drawing blood. It's just like, girl, what are you doing? Put the ferret in its cage. This girl sabotaged this man's first date with her. I'm glad that he was smart enough to realize that it was sabotage and he deserves better than an animal biting and drawing blood at him. I'm, I'm dead. The next one comes from Selfish underscore Kitty. The first date felt more like a job interview to fill a position rather than an actual date. He gave off a vibe of someone who wasn't getting to, who wasn't into getting to know me as a person, but listed his wants and needs. So at the end of the date, he asked me how I thought it went. I said, I felt like, I didn't feel like we clicked or matched. He said, yeah, he was missing the wow factor. So I left my ass off, slightly offended in the car home. Gosh, no idea I was auditioning for a contest. I was happy we only went for drinks, but even that felt a little too long. So um, I'm not a fan of that vibe. I feel like when you go meet someone for the first time, you should want to just get to know each other, have a very organic conversation, and not be like, hey, this is what I want. Like, and just, like, list off all the shit you want. Like, good luck finding anybody that way because that's not how relationships develop or grow or happen. So, yeah, that that's a weird man. Girl, you did not miss out. You should not feel offended at, by any means. So, do not feel offended or bad about this. You made the right decision. The next one is just more stupid and funny than anything else I've ever heard. It's from OK underscore airline 7121. I went on a breakfast date once. Date orders two sunny side up eggs. Okay. That's not a a red flag, right? I mean, I like me a sunny side up egg, right? But he proceeds to take two straws, poke one in each yolk, and suck the yolk up. (laughs) He literally sucked the yolk up with the straw, guys. Like, what the fuck? I can't imagine that. Oh, don't even remember his name. Girl, you don't need to remember his name. What the fuck is he doing? It makes me feel like we live in a dystopian land. These stories, some of them. And I couldn't take anyone seriously after they did that. Okay, if you want to do that in your own home, by yourself, with no one watching, go fucking do it. If you're going on a first date, A breakfast date is kind of weird to me for a first date anyway. But, like, nevertheless, though, like, why would you do that on a first date? Yeah, you dodged a bullet. All these people have just dodged bullets this whole time so far, and I am just, like, astonished by it. The next one is also just stupid and really funny and really, like, just dumb. It's from Epic Penguin Sharks. I asked about his hobbies. He said, I play the bagpipes. I thought that was really cool and asked him to tell me more. He says, are you sure? I said, yes. He proceeds to go on about the bagpipes for the rest of the night. How he felt like playing the bagpipes was his calling in life. How he needed to carry his grandfather's legacy, who also played the bagpipes. 
how his dream was to play the bagpipes for the queen, his favorite brand of bagpipes, the anatomy of bagpipes, every topic somehow turned into bagpipes. To be fair, I did say yes to telling him more. I hope he's doing well and found someone just as passionate about bagpipes. So, like, this one is giving me kind of, like, narcissist energy. Like, everyone has their passion in life and, like, their interests and hobbies. But, like, to go on a first date and only talk about your favorite hobby is kind of, like, shitty and rude in a, in a way. And if you're that interested in your own shit, like, take some more time to be single or something, man. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I'd be so annoyed. I feel bad for this girl because, like, does he know about her favorite hobby? Does he know about her passion? Probably fucking not. He probably doesn't even know her name like or anything about her. So, yeah, you do not need a second date with that man. The next one I have comes from Temperature Moore, 5623. She has two different date stories, first date stories, and they kind of date back to when, like, MySpace was a thing and the Counting Crows were, like, a thing. So these are a little bit aged, but they're very, very funny. So the first one was with a farmer dude. He added her on MySpace, chatted a while. I can appreciate a country boy. Seemed pleasant, wanted to meet at McDonald's. Cool, I'm not hard to please. Can we get a fucking shout out for McDonald's? Like, no matter how rich or broke you are, everybody fucking loves it. Like, McDonald's is probably the best fast food place. McDonald's and Taco Bell are neck and neck for best fast food. Let's be real, everyone. And she said, I'm not hard to please. Let's get some Big Macs and chat. We talked for about 10 minutes and clearly it wasn't going to work. He was almost completely silent. Wouldn't ask questions. Wouldn't eat. Just sat there. I told him it was nice to meet him, but I had to get home. Later that night, I got about 20 messages telling me he was into BDSM and wanted me to come over and puke that mac sauce all over his balls. Yeah, that's a block. Yes, it's a block. It's a block. It's a runaway, fast-as-you-can type shit. Um, why? Why? How are you, like, so, like, freaky behind a phone screen, but in person you're mute? I've never understood that. Never understood that. And it might be because, like, I'm just kind of an extrovert, and I I don't understand how people are. But at the same time, like, I'm not a kink shamer either. Let's be real here. But, like, why? Just why? Like, how are you going to sit at McDonald's and not even talk to her? And you picked McDonald's. Like, if you're picking McDonald's, I'm, I'm expecting the first date, the conversation to be amazing if I'm at a fucking McDonald's. Like, I'm at McDonald's and I get a shit conversation? No, thank you. Then I come home and I get 20 messages about this dirty shit. I'm good on that. So the, this one's whack. Um, good thing you blocked him. The next one that she has comes from a Counting Crows dude. Met the guy on a Counting Crows online forum. And he happened to live about a half hour away. Cool. Let's grab some drinks at a local bar and see where this goes. I get there. Can't find him anywhere. Figured I was stood up. Then the lights dimmed, and he walked out on stage, drunk as hell, slurring every other word, and proceeded to play round here, and stopped halfway through to vomit on himself. Now I can never hear that song without cracking up. 
Odd that both instances involved puking to some degree. Oh, girl, like, can you catch a break? Can you catch a break with these men? Um, the second guy sounded like more of a fun time. I won't lie about that. That might mean I'm toxic. But I don't show up to a first date fucked up off your ass. It's okay to have a couple drinks on the first date. But do not show up fucked up off your ass and see. <laughs> I'm just like thinking about this. Like if I were to show up at somewhere and I saw my date on the stage singing. Like I don't know how I would react. And then he pukes. Okay. Before I get into the last two that are longer. I want to give you guys a little. um, Just a small little story of my own. And I want to preface this by saying that this guy did not only have one date with me. I did not hold this story against him, but it deals with vomit. And if you're, I should have said this before the story, but if you're afraid of vomit, leave. My first date with a man once. I won't say when, who, anything that gives the man away because he, he doesn't deserve to be called out because he was, he was pretty cool throughout. But, um... We went to his friend's bonfire for our first date. Uh, we each drank about the same amount of alcohol. We both had about six drinks. Like, I had six White Claws, he had six beers, whatever. But it was throughout, like, hours of time. And um, he got... We went back to my place. <laughs> and he went in the bathroom. And I'm so guilty of this, so I won't even, like... I'm not even saying he's wrong for this. He threw up on my bathroom floor. I never make it to the toilet either, so, like, I cannot judge him for this. And he, like, awkwardly, it was our first date, though, so it was funny. And he walked back, and he's like, hey, I threw up. And I'm like, oh, no problem, and I, like, kind of cleaned it up. And it wasn't gross, like, for some reason, he didn't have, like, any food in his system, which is bad. We both didn't eat that day because it was our first date. It was really weird. But, um... Needless to say, I did clean it up, and, like, everything was cool after that, but I just want to say I have a first date puke story, but it ended up being fine. Uh, like, he got, like, he got plenty of dates after that, but it was just a funny story. And now, I have two more that are from the subreddit r slash 2x chromosomes. The first one is posted by username MimiKim1234. This one is entitled, First and Last Date. Uh, I went on a first date with a guy who turned out to be an asshole. He wanted to show me his car, since I firmly said I would meet him at our date, and I didn't need a ride. So I'm going to stop you right there, and I want to say that I totally agree with this. Um, I do not have a man pick me up on the first date, no matter what, no matter if I know him, don't know him. I always drive myself on the first date. I want to make sure that I get to know this person before I allow him to see my address. I want to be able to leave when I want to leave, control, like, how much I'm, like, I don't want to get into a car with someone who's drunk. I don't know their drinking habits or drug habits. Like, I want to make sure I get home safe and I get to leave when I want to and they don't know my address. So good, good call on that. He happened to park farther away on a secluded side street. When there was plenty of parking nearby. Not that it matters in the sense of me deciding whether or not to see him again, but his car was a beat up van. Big red flag. 
I also paid my own expenses for the date. Also doesn't matter. I don't expect guys to pay for me. Just adding that in since so many guys think you owe them if they pay. So I may be a little bit old-fashioned here, but I do believe that if a guy asks me out on a date, that they're already agreeing to pay for the date. And um, I also agree that if I'm asking someone out to go somewhere, that I will be paying for their date. So I think that it's kind of 50-50 in that way. Like, if you're asking me out somewhere, I do expect you to pay. I do not expect to give you anything in return for that. Just as, as much as if I ask you out on a date and I pay, I don't expect shit from you back either. Anyway, I realized we are walking farther away from other people when there are plenty of parking closer to the bar and said, I can see it another time. That's when he pointed out the car and said, it's right there. Another half block down. I said, oh, okay, I see it. Then he says, no, you really didn't. Let's sit inside for a minute. I said, no, and he storms off. I briskly walked back to the bar since I didn't feel safe going directly to my car. I told the bartender what happened, also a guy who got pissed off over what he said that guy tried to pull. He told me I could sit inside as long as I needed to to make sure that dick is gone and not waiting outside, then had two of his regulars walk me to my car when I was ready to leave. He also gave me the option of himself calling the non-emergency police line since he knows most of them from having to call due to unruly patrons and asking him to walk me out and follow me to the car at the town's, at the end of the town's jurisdiction. I said I didn't think it was that serious and chose the first option. The two men he enlisted gave me my space while walking me back to my car. Then one waited for me to get in my car while the other walked back into the direction I was going to keep an eye out. I feel so grateful for those three men for not just dismissing my concerns, but for my safety. I can't help but to feel something terrible would have happened if I got into my date's vehicle. So I want to give a round of applause to the three men, the bartender and the two regulars, for walking this woman safely back to her car. You guys deserve like a gold medal for that, even though it just should be like written in stone that that is how women, men are supposed to treat women. But in this day and age, it's very hard to come across men like that and people like that in general. And I am very proud of this woman for walking back to the bar when she felt unsafe. That was the most safe choice she could have made. And I really, really respect those gentlemen for making sure she got back to her vehicle safely. So this one is a little bit darker. And I'm just happy that she made it home safely that night and she took the right steps to get there and the next one the very last one also comes from r slash 2x chromosomes and it is posted by most underscore policy underscore 73 my first tinder date was extremely tinder datey and what does that mean let's find out i was in a long-term relationship when the apps took over dating culture and i vividly remember feeling so relieved that i didn't have to bother with any of that. I strongly relate to that. Unfortunately, the relationship tanked at the seven-year mark, and now I had to deal with Tinder if I wanted to get back into dating. Really struggled with the entire pick people based on bangability, 
then see if you actually like talking to them aspect as someone who often develops physical attraction because I find their personality, energy, etc. attractive first, but I eventually matched with a guy I thought was super pretty. And I just want to say that I totally agree with this. Like, the apps are very weird because you are just, like, swiping and your first impression is their photo, which, let's just say, could be... That's not a good way to judge people on it at all. He, weirdly enough, worked in Tinder's marketing department. Loved to talk about how unique his mind was as a creative. And didn't respect my boundaries by repeatedly trying to pressure me into sending him nudes. But I managed to quash the grounding ick by telling myself it would be unfair to not allow him a fair shot on the date we scheduled. We agreed to meet at a nice restaurant in Manhattan in the evening, but when I arrived, he texted me saying he'd gotten tied up with unexpected work call. It would be late. Annoying, but I could deal. After an unreasonable amount of time had passed, he finally updates me and said he's done with the call, but would I mind meeting him at a bar down the block from his apartment instead? Ugh, fine. I arrive at the bar feeling frazzled and exasperated, but surely I can grab a drink now to help me relax. No, that's idiotic. Why would I expect that? Of course not. Now he's texting me to say, hey, it's so late. I'm actually feeling too tired to go out. But you should def come over and hang out at my place. It's real close. I'm extremely aware of how risky it is to meet this stranger in his apartment instead of a well-lit public place. But sunken cost fallacy, fallacy convinces me to agree and I'm soon knocking on his apartment door while praying I don't get murdered on my first Tinder date like a complete amateur. When he answers the door, I can't help but notice he's wearing sweats and looks like a guy who never had any real intention to go out on a date at any point that evening. He looks like his pictures, which is nice, but he seems strangely distant while also making occasional half-assed attempts to act like a normal human male on the first date. For example offering to make me a cocktail but barely making eye contact while sort of aimlessly wandering around his place. We get situated on his couch, drinks in hand, and I'm too busy nervously anticipating having to engage in awkward chit-chat as a person who has social anxiety and hasn't been on a first date in seven plus years to even notice how obvious it is this man has no interest in getting to know me. Almost immediately he's pawing at me, trying to pull me in for a kiss, urging me to drink my cocktail, offering me a massage, groping at my thighs and waist. It finally hits me like a ton of bricks. He's not a self-centered... He's not a self-centered asshole screwing up a date. He's a creep who's bait and switched me in an overly convoluted attempt to get laid. The realization that there's no hope of salvaging this, this man is approaching this interaction like I'm just the pussy delivery he ordered from Grubhub. <laughs> left me feeling extremely dejected and emotionally drained. Nothing left to do but pull the rip, pull the ripcord and bail. He was pissy, of course, like I wasted his time. But get the fuck out of here. But I got the fuck out of here as fast as possible and went home to feel sorry for myself in my own bed. It was such a depressing way to learn how the modern dating market works. So, girl. 
I feel you on the- I'm newly- like, kind of newly single. I've been single for almost a year. But, um, and I've had dates, and I've done- you know, I've had my situationships, and you know, but I feel you on this. Like, the whole- whole dating market right now is fucked up, and I totally, like, feel for you here, and, like, that- the way that he just, like, he said, oh, let's meet at a restaurant, let's meet at a bar, no, actually come to my place, like, he had you out, like, he had you already out and about, so, like, of course you're gonna end up coming to his place. He definitely knew all, like, the tricks and shit, and that might be because he's in Tinder marketing or whatever, but, um, yeah, horrible man, has no intentions of getting to know you or date you, but he works for a dating website, makes no sense. But I feel for you, girl, and I'm glad that you're safe and that you got out of the situation. Don't feel depressed. Feel happy that you left that place. And that kind of wraps it up for today's episode. I really do hope you enjoyed all these crazy first date stories. They all make me want to just stay in my house a little bit longer and not go anywhere, not entertain any men, um, but I, I haven't fucked with, like, video yet, just because it's a lot of work, um, if any other creators are watching this right now, they know it's a lot of work, like, even my father, who runs a YouTube channel that has a lot of subscribers, even said, like, once you get into video, it's gonna take longer to upload and edit, but I do want to get into that soon, but I just want to put my content out here right now, and I know, a lot of you listen while you drive, which you can't really be watching a video while you drive. So this is just me kind of like talking and blabbing right now. But I really, really, really appreciate all of you who listen. I may or may not have a guest next week. We'll see how it goes. The Michigan weather shit right now. I'm actually get to work from home tomorrow because the ice or the roads will be an ice sheet in the morning. So thank you again for tuning in and I hope you guys all have a great rest of your week and the following weekend and like I said let's fucking go Lions next Sunday and I hope that you all all are having a great day. Thank you all.